they knew the dangers but hid them from the public. That story and more on H2O Radio's weekly news report. I'm Jamie Sudler. I'm Franny Halperin, and it's This Week in Water. Chemical companies that made PFAS compounds knew that their products caused health issues, but hid that information for decades from the public, regulators, and their own employees. A new study from the University of California, San Francisco, shows that the industry took a page from the tobacco playbook to delay public awareness about the toxicity of so-called forever chemicals, which break down very slowly in the environment. The chemicals have been linked to serious health effects, including liver and immune system damage and some cancers. They have been used widely in products such as clothing, packaging, and firefighting foam, among others, and are found everywhere on Earth, contaminating water, soils, and wildlife. The authors say industry executives had evidence of toxicity and documents were marked confidential. In some cases, executives were explicit that they wanted memos destroyed. The study was published just days before three companies, including DuPont, said they reached a settlement of the first of many lawsuits based on PFAS contamination. The companies will pay over $1 billion to help some water systems, and it was reported that 3M has also settled a suit for nearly 10 times that. But this is not the end of all PFAS litigation, as over 4,000 lawsuits have been filed against chemical companies. The governor of Arizona, Katie Hobbs, announced last week that there won't be any new housing developments in the Phoenix metro area if they rely solely on groundwater. The announcement received much national attention as it may portend the effect of the current drought and climate change on projects, particularly housing in the drying west. The state gets more than 40 percent of its supply from groundwater. Arizona has already voluntarily reduced the water it receives from the Colorado River, and now state leaders are recognizing that that there's not enough groundwater to meet demand over the next century. A study by the Arizona Department of Water Resources concluded that groundwater has been overpumped for decades as the state has continued to rely on it. According to the New York Times, Maricopa County, with Phoenix and its sprawling suburbs, uses twice as much water as New York City, but has only half as many people. Attracting new companies to relocate to the state is a major part of local economies, but the announcement about home building may jeopardize that. The governor said last Thursday that the state was not immediately running out of water and that there would still be new construction in cities that already have shown they have a 100-year supply. Vehicles contribute to climate change by releasing greenhouse gases into the atmosphere, but according to a new study, cars and trucks are a hidden source of other pollution and it's not coming from tailpipes. Researchers from University of York in the UK found that volatile organic compounds, or VOCs that produce smog, come not only from exhaust but also from windshields. That's because wiper fluid contains not only water, but also alcohols meant to tackle everything from bird poop to road grime, as well as small amounts of antifreeze to keep it flowing in cold temperatures. Those VOCs are easily vaporized and can contribute to climate warming. The authors found that two alcohols in wiper fluid, ethanol and methanol, were nearly twice the amount of all VOCs released in exhaust a much larger fraction of real-world vehicle emissions than previously thought. And while more electric vehicles will be huge in reducing greenhouse gases, 
EVs will need to clean their windshields too, so the authors say VOCs and wiper fluids and other car care products, emissions once hidden in plain sight, will need to be factored into future regulatory policies. And finally, beetles are among the largest group of animals on the planet, and the vast majority of them are weevils, an insect many consider a pest for sometimes munching on pasta and grains in our pantries. And of course, there are boll weevils, which gained notoriety starting in the late 1800s for devastating cotton crops in the American South. But according to new research by the Field Museum in Chicago, weevils aren't evil. They're actually unsung heroes of pollination, less studied than celebrities like bees and butterflies that flit from flower to flower. Weevils, on the other hand, want a long-term serious relationship with a plant to settle down and start a family. They're known as brood site pollinators because the insects spend their whole life with a plant, both pollinating them and using them as breeding sites for their larvae. The next closest thing in nature is the connection between monarchs and milkweed, which is the only plant their caterpillars will eat, and the place where the butterflies lay their eggs. However, monarchs will happily feast on many flowers. Misconceptions about weevils have made them enemy number one with farmers, but weevil species pollinate plants from orchids to date palms, and the researchers say they want to reintroduce a group of insects that most people want to kill, but are actually benefiting us and ecosystems we depend on. That's it for This Week in Water, which is sponsored today by our contributary, Guy Till of Colorado. Guy said, I support H2O Radio because the stories are both educational and entertaining. Thanks for listening, Guy. See you next week.